0: as we talk some retail with Costco and Gap. Costco beat the estimate by a cent on the bottom line, and the sales came in ahead of expectations by almost a billion dollars, around a 900 million, which I think is the average ticket price when Mike Krusch goes there. Senior Specialist of Futures and Forex, and we got Scott Durfee, too. Oh, I bet can rack up a bill at Costco as well. Good afternoon, gentlemen. All right, Mike, so earnings this afternoon, some up, some down. It's almost like we're in a healthy market hour after all?
1: Yeah, there's a fairness, it would appear, that um, was for whatever reason grossly misunderstood on Walmart Target Day. We could maybe call it day zero. Um, there was this notion that Walmart and Target collectively meant the death of the consumer, which was a silly notion, but it was a notion that prevailed for a few days. And now we're sort of seeing that the good actor retailers can succeed, and the bad actor retailers are bad actor retailers 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 rife with flash in the pan retail establishments that simply are moving slowly toward death and we're getting a better signal of who those guys are versus the ones who are in thrive mode but costco reported it appears they're out I don't really nitpick earnings but it appears like they're continuing to grow and I was driving by there today and we were looking to park in the cheap seats if we were planning to go inside because there were no <laughs> spots near the door.
0: <laughs> nice, okay. But the, that just means they're further away, right? They don't actually change the price based, because that could be a good business model. We pay up for closer parking?
1: So, you know that's now this is why we need more innovative ceos <laughs> thank the you faltering companies thank so we can you find new ways to generate revenues that people would probably pay yeah say that valet costco is the next move
0: <laughs> all right what do you think scott durfee you a costco guy or uh should we be careful about piling into big retailers after what we saw for those two major events in Walmart and Target. To Mike's point, maybe not the death of the consumer, but perhaps a red flag? What are we looking for here this afternoon to figure out if it may
2: be just a yellow flag? Uh, who knows, you know, probably just a yellow flag. flag. But to get back to the cheap seats comment, (laughs) we have shuttles for the ski resorts here in Utah. Uh, What a great service that would be to have a a Costco shuttle. So, you know, I I don't know. Great idea, too. Let's do it. Great lines together. I got my COO. There you go. I don't know if it's the death of retail. I think that, you know, we're seeing Well, here's the thing. We can't say Costco is apples to apples comparisons to most of retail. Right. Costco does. And Mike used the word good actors and bad actors. This is part of the reason that Costco could be one of those good actors is the way that they manage. You know, they have fewer choices. They have a built in clientele that fills an obligation to at least make back or save the amount of money that they have paid for their annual membership, which incidentally will be going up. And Mike's right. They are on paper even by proof they are growing. And so, you know, Costco's in a, a bit of a unique, I, I think maybe set apart slightly from the rest of retail. I think that they have a very uh, almost recession proof uh, uh, um, model in place here. And, and so if we start moving into that, which, you know, we still may. And if we move into that, I think Costco set pretty well for those types of things. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're seeing today, uh, you know, an uptick. I, I You know, after hours, actually, the, uh, you know, the price is kind of just trading sideways on this news, down a little bit, up a little bit, down, uh, yeah, probably more than you'd think right now. But uh, we'll see how it settles out towards the end of the night and opening tomorrow. I mean, the comp
0: sales, 16%, pretty sure that's like well ahead of what analysts thought yeah. they were going to do. Uh, they, uh, the estimate I see was for 11%, including uh, the gas uh, and currencies, excluding the fuel, nine and a half. So, I mean, that's a good beat, uh, uh, Mike. Shouldn't this uh, revive some of that uh, bullishness? What are we kind of uh, looking for here tomorrow to see uh as a test of where the market is, um, uh, sentiment lies in terms of these retailers. Because it's all over the place. I mean, look at the Dollar Tree move, right? Gap down, breakdown, gap up takes it all back. It's like the market has no clue what to do with these companies right now.
1: Well, I feel like we just experienced a substantial and meaningful asset allocation process. from the top down by a large capital controller. And to my mind, the canary in the mine shaft for the end of that process was NVIDIA. NVIDIA trading down into the low 150s and now trading up today to (laughs) 180. um, I love the way you
0: can't say NVIDIA 150 without laughing.
1: Right. That's how
0: bullish you are, Mike.
1: Yeah, that sale's not going (laughs) to age well for the following reason. It was the last sale after a series of sales that have driven prices down with no regard to the economic reality of the companies or businesses being driven down because somebody rich enough and strong enough decided to take advantage of slightly higher interest rates there is no reason to believe we have another ramp up in interest rates coming where the next guy is going to do the same thing again and there's no reason to believe that the economy is headed for recession or in dire straits things are fine and my sort of feelings on this is we are right on schedule to start hearing everybody in the financial press use the phrase summer rally, because this weekend's summer, and we're already weighed down, and it appears we maybe can't make headway lower. So what happens? Time for summer rally.
0: Hey, I, I hey, I hear you. Some of the fundamentals of these businesses remain great, of course, like NVIDIA. I do wonder, though, when we factor in, even the stuff that's out of their control, like the supply chain difficulties that create higher price headwinds. A company like Gap, apparently, even with their sales beating estimates, their bottom line is so far off and in a negative still. This is the Gap, okay? Um, It doesn't get more simple than this for clothing, and yet uh, they can't figure out how to make this work. I mean, the stock's getting crushed here in the aftermarket, losing money. You know, if Gap can't make money, Scott, what's the hope? I mean, that's where I I still kind of have this glitch in my mind where I I just can't get over the fact that there's so many negative reporting businesses here with simple, supposedly reliable business models, reasonably priced
2: clothes. Yeah, you know what, Oliver? I think there may be a business consolidation taking place, right? Is there room enough for all of these competitors in the same space? I mean, we have spread out to a degree. Now, look at within the gap, look at the competitiveness that is just absolutely spread out so broadly within that space. And so I don't know, and I'm not making an estimation here, but it could be possible that there's some consolidation happening here and good old capitalism is sort of taking over and forcing the competitors to step it up and be relevant to, uh, you know, and, and, and that's the thing about Gap is they've made that attempt. You're showing Old Navy and Banana Republic, and they've made that attempt through these acquisitions. Uh, You know, and and you even mentioned with Nicole a few seconds ago, a few minutes ago, that maybe uh, the old Navy would be their saving grace. They just haven't been able to figure that out. So, if Gap stores and etc. at et all are not able to figure out a way to get relevant and to get to get more relevant, I should say, uh, and to get into the pocketbooks of the consumer, we're just going to continue to see this kind of stuff happen with them. Okay, uh,
0: we've got a little bit uh, less than a minute left. Michael. I'll give you our closing comment before inflation tomorrow. How confident should bulls be, even if the fundamentals here in NVIDIA and other businesses like Costco look strong. What if that number comes in hot? Does it all go out the window?
1: Sure prices fluctuate. There's no reason if you were not buying things lower because you know what you're doing or at least are doing what you intend to do to start chasing them up here and get pulled into the market. Establish a plan but understand the backdrop may very well be that the bottom is in or a real bottom is forming which doesn't mean rush out and buy everything. It means when things you like that are good go down in price, you use that to your advantage to get them at a better price like consumers do you know what consumers do at old navy they go buy they go there to buy all the zero profit stuff because it costs two bucks mm-hmm. and they leave all the stuff that's profitable for old navy old navy on the shelf and walk across the street to lululemon hey so you gotta have i some hear selection you. they got some adorable
0: toddler shirts for like two bucks i got one from my nephew on the way it's right. it's great right. but uh it's not cutting it enough for the stock be- Thanks, uh, Scott Derby. Yeah, Thanks, be- Mike Cruz. You got to jump,
1: guys. <laughs>